Good morning and welcome to The Artist Appeals. This is the podcast where we talk about the business of art and how you can make a living with your creativity. We interview all sorts of leading industry experts and working professionals. I'm your host, Erin Sparler, and today is another one of my short 10-minute ramblings. So yesterday, I was listening to some more of the lectures from Art Biz Jam. Can't say enough for how cool that conference was. Thank you, Phyllis. Phyllis Dobbs is the founder, and Lori. Uh, Lori's last name is Schaefer? Hmm, I'll have to look that up. Anyways, they started Art Biz Jam a number of years ago, and it's a fantastic conference about art licensing and the business of getting art onto products. They have great speakers, and this year it was virtual. Previous years you've had to travel and stay in a lovely place, but it can be quite expensive, as you know, to travel to conferences. Anyways, yesterday I was listening to more of the speakers. I was one of them. Um, I was one of the breakout speakers, but yesterday I was listening to the um, keynote speaker, one of them who is... Oh, she's a major player in the card industry, the greeting card industry. That was one of the keynote speakers. Her name's Laura. Um, and was it Susan? Yes, Susan. Can't remember her last name. I'm so bad with names. Anyways, if you want more information on that and the specific speakers, just visit Art Biz Jam. But what I wanted to ramble on about was advice from actually not the keynote speaker on the greeting card industry, but instead one of the breakout speakers, a gentleman by the first name of Tim, who is the founder and owner of the business Design Cuts. And he offered some great business advice, more focused on business. And I don't think a lot of us creatives hear this advice. It's high level thinking. It's mastermind slash CEO thinking. Many of us as artists and creatives, we follow our intuition, our gut, our passion. And that's great. That's what makes us creatives. But he talks about business and he talks about the term MVP. Now I've read this in business books, so you might not have heard this acronym. MVP does not stand for um, Player of the Year. Uh, it's actually an acronym in business that means Minimum Viable Offer or Minimum Viable Product. So the idea behind this is sort of threefold. When starting a business, entrepreneurs like to A, come up with several ideas, B, validate them by getting feedback from the community as to which ones are actually going to sell. There's numerous ways you can do that, including um, quizzes and Facebook surveys and asking people, calling them up on the phone, um, those types of things. Ah, we are out walking the dog as we're podcasting. Well, I'm out walking the dog as I'm podcasting, and that's a little wiener dog barking at my guy. Don't you love real-time, actual podcasts. Anyways, I do. 
So to continue on with this process for developing new business ideas and new product offerings, you're supposed to come up with multiple ideas and then test them to see which ones are valid or will sell, right? And then once you do that, once you get some feedback, either from your email list, from your social media followers, or even just from your friends and family, then you want to offer what is called a minimum viable offer or product, okay? So what you do is you go out there and you build it, but you build it quickly and roughly. You kind of prototype it. So you don't want to spend a lot of time, money, and effort building a huge online class or writing a book on a topic or publishing a whole bunch of artwork that nobody wants. And I'll tell you what, I am guilty of all three, okay? I will tell you straight up, right here, right now, I will admit that I have made those mistakes because we are passionate entrepreneurs, we are passionate creatives, and Tim Ferriss, um, he's a big name, if you haven't heard of him, he's the author of multiple books, including The 4-Hour Workweek, he has a podcast called The Tim Ferriss Show, where he interviews all sorts of people about how they work faster and make money. He's all about hacking work. Now he says you go with what your itch is. You scratch your own itch is his quote. He believes that you explore what you want to learn and you share that. And that makes a lot of sense for us creatives. I am certainly one of those people that have done that. Certainly with the Artist Appeals, that's a passion project of mine. There will be a book forthcoming from all of these interviews where I quote and share the main key points and stories. So, continuing on that line of thought, Tim Ferriss is a great reference. He's full of lots of advice, but he is a little controversial, okay? This gentleman that I listened to yesterday from Design Cuts, his company is flourishing. And the other part that I thought was really, really neat is so he's talking about MPV, minimum viable product, and he's talking about validating your offer first. But he also talks quite a lot about engaging with your customers and creating real relationships. And that's been the aim of this podcast for me because when I sat down and looked at marketing, when I sat down and evaluated the things I've done and where I've had success and where things have worked out or um, made more opportunities to me, every single one of those really arose from networking, from meeting people, from talking to people, to going to conferences, to going to fairs, galleries, and just meeting people and engaging with them and being real with them and liking them, being friends with them. People want to do business with people they like. They want to buy art from artists they like. They want to buy products from people they relate to and feel like are friends. He spent a lot of time building a community of 
of people, of creatives. And he uses those creatives to validate his offerings and give them what they want. He talks to them. Interestingly enough, he spent hours and hours, he reveals that he started in the beginning of his business, literally spending hours a day on the phone with clients, with customers, just creating personal relationships. And he did this after having had some seriously big social media numbers and kind of throwing that to the wayside. He had, I forget the exact number, but several million visits to his website, but not a lot of what they call engagement. Engagement is that real interaction between real people where people are commenting and they are sharing and talking and asking questions and giving you feedback. That's engagement and that is a more engaging metric that is a more valid metric nowadays than the big social media numbers um, so if you have a lot of social media followers that's great congratulations that's wonderful but really the metric that probably should matter is are they engaging with you and your content certainly that's been my desire here on the artist appeals I'd love to know and hear from you in the comments so please comment or find me on any of the other social media platforms. I'd love to hear with you from you and engage you because otherwise it feels like you're just blogging or podcasting or vlogging into a big black hole. I've done that before. I've been on the internet blogging and doing stuff like this for years and years and without that engagement it can be very disheartening you really feel like is anybody listening am I just <laughs> am I just rambling on to myself maybe the answer is yes but when you get engagement when you get feedback when you get comments that is what ignites you it's kind of like teaching I used to be a teacher and when students engage with you and participate with you in class, when they ask questions, when they light up because they like the subject or they get it finally, it is the most rewarding feeling. So I encourage you to take a view, a 500 foot view at this bigger picture of what is it I want to offer? Can I validate it? Can I get feedback about whether it's going to be something people want and are going to buy and engage with? And then how can I engage more with my people? How can I create feedback, get feedback, interact? How can I offer service? And what can I create that is a MP, MVP? minimum viable product. Create it on the fly, make it rough, make it quick, see if your validation is correct, if people are actually engaging with it, if people are actually buying it, whatever your metric's gonna be for measuring success, and then improve it, right? That's how I built any class when I was teaching. You build the class, you teach it, teach the PowerPoints, you write the quizzes and the tests, you teach the materials, you quiz them, and then you do an evaluation where you look at those grades and you look at the feedback you get from students and you say, 
they didn't understand this part. It needs more clarification here. Oh, I need to rewrite this question on the quiz because three people in class said, I, I need, I don't want to get it. What, what do you mean? What are you asking for? Or, you know, in class at the PowerPoints, they said, can you explain that further? And so you modify, you improve it every time. So there's the higher big picture business idea for you today. Have an idea, have multiple ideas, use that make money matrix to guess which one is going to make you most money first and focus on it, but also use the method of testing it, looking for feedback, engaging with people about your ideas, and then testing and improving. I hope that you'll take a higher look at some ideas such as this today. I hope that this overview of a CEO level type mastermind concept for business you found helpful. Let me know in the comments what your favorite part of the Artist Appeals is. And I'm your host, Erin Sparler. Thank you for joining me, and I will talk to you soon. Oh, and look for our latest interview with Jennifer. Jennifer is a working artist. She gives us three amazing actionable tics, tips. <laughs> Jennifer Mercedes is our featured artist of the week on the interview. She gives you three amazing things you can do right away to not only make money with your art, but create the art at the same time and get paid to do it. Thank you, have a great day. There goes the UPS guy, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Over and out, this is Aaron Sparler from The Artist Appeals.